Welcome to the Millennium Counseling Center podcast, where hope is yours, it's time to soar. I'm your host, Oren Madison. It's time to rise above and celebrate healing, hope, and recovery with the Millennium Counseling Center team. Special thanks to Kaz Source, who helps us with the production of our podcast. If anybody needs any help or looking into podcasts, please reach out to Kaz Source at kazcontent.com. Welcome to the Millennium Podcast. We've got myself, Derek Bilsma, and my partner at Millennium Counseling Center, Oren Madison. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about today some of the things that we are seeing uh, as we continue to move forward and kind of all this reaction to Corona and, uh, and how everybody's handling that, both from a mental health and from a productivity standpoint. And as we were talking, one of the things that we recognized is, is that for many of the solutions that uh, people are hearing and getting out there, uh, they can seem very simple, uh, but they are not easy. And so we want to kind of differentiate that, that, that something can kind of seem simple, meaning that it's not complicated or, uh, or too difficult to grasp, but to follow through on that and actually take action on that is not easy and is actually very difficult. And right now in the times that we're living, it's more difficult than usual. So Oren, you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, so we kind of before this looked up some of the definitions for simple and easy. Um, and I, I like want to just kind of share some of my take on that. So simple is uncomplicated. Um, and so I guess my understanding of that is, is that uh, it's not hard to understand, right? It's you don't really need to be a rocket science to figure it out. Um, and so uh, things that are uncomplicated are simple. Um, that makes and, sense. Things that yeah, make sense. Exactly. And uh, easy a definition is um, has few difficulties and without effort. Um, and so, again, just a, a, a good definition and a good starting off point to just say, OK, so how are we defining these words? Um, and I think right now, things that may have been easy before, we're recognizing they're not so easy. Um, there's different kinds of difficulty and effort uh, that we have to somehow come up with in order to find ways to do things that used to be kind of really easy to do. Yeah, and I think one of the things that you and I were talking about, Oren, is, is that uh, there's many of those things are kind of built into your day uh, when we're not living this way, when we're kind of living our regular lives. There's things that are just kind of built into your day that you don't have to concentrate on making sure that you're doing. A good example of that is routine, right? If you've got a routine, you get up, you take a shower, you take your kids to school, you go to your office, you know, you go work out at lunch or whatever anybody's schedule is, those are all kind of built in. And so to stay away from that routine, you actually have to deviate away from your typical routine. What has happened now is our routine is much different. Many of those things have been, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of, canceled out because of the way that we're living our lives right now. And so something that is routine prior to living the way that we are these days is, is different than and more difficult and not as easy as, uh, as they may have been when, you know, before all this kind of came about. Yeah. I mean, one of the easiest ones for me is that, you know, I would uh, get ready in the morning for work, get my kids kind of situated with breakfast and getting ready for school and then drop them off. Um, and then I could go and start my day, 
uh, kids aren't going anywhere. They're st- they're they're around the house. They're doing things. They're they're interested. They I, I can't drop them off anywhere. And so <laughs> my routine immediately there is um, you know interrupted. And I'm having to find a kind of a new way to kind of do my morning to kind of get myself ready for work, but also kind of get them ready for what they need to do. So given that, or given that you've had to change your routine, but you know that it's, it's, it's important. We know that routine is one of the things that uh, along with kind of physical and mental health routine uh, and, uh, and mindfulness and self-awareness, we know those are important. Uh, the concepts of those we understand that are important, but so if you find that your routine is kind of, um, messed up and it's no longer kind of working along the same way it did. What do you do? How do you, how do you get back to a routine in given the circumstances that you were just talking about? Yeah. I, and I think for me, Derek, it's just coming up with just the basic priorities. So, um, just breakfast priority, um, getting the kids dressed, that's a priority. And then kind of the last priority is, um, you know, where are they going to kind of need to engage in, in some level of activity next? So whether that's e-learning or play or whatever that's going to be. And so making sure that all, all those things are kind of organized in a way that I can um, share with them. And so they know what's going to come and, and I'm able to kind of execute on those, on those kind of basic things. Yeah, and I heard a couple of things you said there that I think are interesting um, and when it comes to routine. One is priority. So I think you have to know beforehand that these things are important. So you mentioned getting your kids dressed. That's important, and you make that a priority. Uh, one of the things that we agree on is, is that taking a shower every day is really helpful for particularly particularly for your mental health. It's something that I talk to people a lot about. And uh, so, but when you're trying to make your routine for the next day, uh, you know, you and I joked before that I bet, uh, you know, as we've talked about all the differences in people's behavior during these times where alcohol consumption is up, drug use is up, uh, I'm pretty sure that showering is down. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that the average person is taking less showers, uh, you know, per week than they were before partially because we don't need to, but what we know about showers, for instance, is that, that they're really good for kind of getting you ready for the day and, and, and making sure that you're mentally aware and physically aware. Um, so I think that, you know, you saying prioritizing, yes, you need to prioritize these things that you think would be helpful for you. Um, but the other thing is, I think you need to be proactive in doing that. And so one of the things I always recommend that people do is kind of the night before the, the day, I think you have to kind of map out a little bit about how you want that day to go and how are you going to hit those priorities? How are you going to make sure that you do those things? And, and some of them, you know, you're going to do no matter what, you know, you're going to get your kids dressed because you absolutely have to. But is going for a walk a real priority for you? Is showering a priority for you? Is, you know, taking some time to meditate a priority for you? And if you don't proactively figure out when you're going to do those things and then also prioritize them high enough, then ultimately those things don't get done. And that's why you're seeing some of the effect of mood and and people not feeling as well during these times. Yeah. Well, in my house, I have, you know, joint calendar with, uh, my wife and, you know, our childcare help. And, uh, and then I also kind of just have daily lists of things to, to be kind of working towards. And so it's never really kind of up in the air or ambiguous around kind of what, what's supposed to happen or who's supposed to do what, um, because it's all kind of just laid out. 
Yeah, so I think that, that we both agree that routine is important. It's something that you hear people suggesting that you make sure you have a, a, a good routine. And, uh, and how do you do that? Well, so the, the simple answer is, uh, you know, routine is important. You need to make sure that you're continuing to be in a routine every day. Uh, we talked about at the beginning here that uh, just because something simple doesn't mean it's easy. And uh, so what people, a lot of people are finding is that it's difficult. It's, find, it's difficult to not just plan these things, but it's also difficult to actually, you know, follow through on them. And, uh, and I think that the first thing you need to do to make sure you're following through on them is really, really, you know, ask yourself how important this is to you and what level of priority do you put upon it? Because I think if you're able to kind of sit back and think about these things, particularly, like I said, I think it's helpful to do it the day before you sit back and you think about these things the day before and you ask yourself the question, you know, if I, uh, you know, if I go for a 30 minute walk tomorrow, will my day be better than if I didn't do that? Most of the time, we know the answer. We, we know that that would be a positive thing for us to do in our life. And, uh, and then I think the other thing we need to do is chunk these things down a little bit. Instead of looking at this whole day of where I've got a, you know, I've got a shower and I want to meditate and I want to go for a walk and I want to go for a run and I want to take care of the kids, all these things. I think we have to kind of, you know, make those things a little bit smaller. And so you, and by planning your day a little bit, you can do that if you know that you want to, you know, we'll go back to showering. If you know you back, you want to shower in the morning, then, you know, make sure you get up by seven o'clock or six 30 or whatever time it is for you to make sure you have time to do those things. Yeah. Well, and, and again, I, I don't think you and I can kind of accentuate enough that uh, these are not uncom uncomplicated concepts, right? These are, these are simple concepts um, yet for whatever reason, um, and I don't think you or I either kind of have defined why it's not easy right now, um, but it's just not easy, right? I mean, we're, ho we're home, um, you know, we, we understand our home, we understand our, our living situations with who we live with, um, but yet it's, it's just not easy. Um, and, you know, I think one of the reasons why it's not easy is because, you know, we're, we're used to so many other people being involved you know, in our, in our family's lives. And, um, and right now all those people are gone. You know, those people are not coming into our home or not dropping off kids at schools or sporting activities or, or other things. Um, we're not going to get haircuts. We're not going to, you know, our, our places. And so, um, you know, everything is so contained. Um, and I, I think it's just, it's throwing us all off and making this just really not an easy endeavor. Yeah, and I think that you know what you said is is why isn't easy right now. I, I think that part of that is is that we kind of talked about this before, but that you that a lot of this was built in for us naturally. So you, we you know we talk about some of the things that you can do to try to you know you've heard a lot about people saying make sure you stay connected, make sure you're reaching out to people, make sure you have human interaction. If you think about it on an average day of how your life was before, you're interacting with dozens of people, maybe more than that. You know, you're interacting with the guy when you're getting on the train, you're interacting with the guy at the little store that you stop to pick up a water. You know, there's all these little social interactions that you're taking. And now you are essentially just interacting with very few people. And so if you want to get that social interaction, if you want to get that connectedness to other human beings, then it takes more effort 
And so I think that's part of the reason why it's, uh, and, and another example is exercise, right? For depending on what your day, your, your life was like before, you know, uh, whether you walk to work or whether you walk around your office or whatever that is, it was just built into your day was much more exercise. Whereas now, if you don't, if you don't intentionally do that, and I love that word intentional, because I think that's what's happening right now, is we need to be intentional in doing these things. To get 6,000 steps before, you just had to go and live your life. And now to get 6,000 steps, you have to intentionally go out and, and try to get 6,000 steps. And that's why I think some of this stuff isn't as easy is because a lot of it was built into our lives and just the way we lived our lives. And now we've got to recognize those things and actually go out and, and you know, make a, a plan to do it and clear the time to do it where, where before it was just kind of what we did. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, that is a good word, intentional. Um, because it kind of puts the onus on us to, to, to really decide what is the fate of our life? What is the fate of our day? Um, you know, in each moment that we're in, whether it's kind of getting in that shower, getting in that 30 minute walk, um, you know, helping our kids transition from, you know, uh, from a meal into some kind of learning or activity. And, um, you know, that intentional is a, is a great word to describe that. Well, and, you know, prior to recording this, I know we talked about that one of the things that we thought was important to talk a little bit about was, uh, was also kind of self-awareness or, you know, people use different words, self-awareness, mindfulness, but just kind of having a good understanding of what's going on inside of you. And uh, I think that that would be another thing that we could talk a little bit about that might be helpful. Yeah. Well, and for me, self-awareness is, is one of the kind of hardest things to do as a human because, you know, we're, we're kind of programmed to, to be doers. We're programmed to kind of read a book and do well on a test or kind of do a job and, and, and kind of get, get a good performance rating at, at a job. Um, but, you know, the, the skill of self-awareness is, is really about kind of taking the time for ourselves to see where we are and how we're doing. Um, and, and for a lot of us, we don't really kind of, that's not something that they teach us in school. That's not something that they uh, were really exposed to. Um, and so kind of the idea of, of learning how to be self-aware, again, is kind of a simple thing, right? Just to kind of take some alone time um, to maybe close your eyes or to think about your life, think about how you're doing. Um, but, but not an easy thing um, because there's so many other distractions um, and we're so used to engaging in things that kind of turn us into uh, kind of more of a, a, a doing human than a, than, a, than a being human. Yeah. And, you know, we talked before about an example of like, so you're during these times, you watch the news you get concerned about what's going on in the world, whether it's financially or, or in the, you know, from a health standpoint, and then you walk in your door and your, you know, your kids or your wife or your husband or whoever is acting the way they probably act all the time. And it's just specifically annoying to you. And, uh, and, and without that self-awareness, that understanding that when you're, you know, that you have the self-awareness when you walk in that you're already bothered by something else and that it may not be, the thing that's bothering you when you walk through the door isn't necessarily what's triggering you. So one of the things that I have talked a lot about with people is just asking yourself the question. A part of 
part of being self-aware is just kind of uh, intentionally asking yourself the questions. And what I mean by that is, is like, generally speaking, we know the answer. If, if, if you walked through the door and I sat you down and I said, are you angry with your spouse or are you angry with the situation in the world right now? Most of the time, we know that answer. If, you're, if we're directly asked that question, we can give you that answer. It's not confusing to us. But if we don't ever ask ourselves that question, then that's when it can kind of get all mixed up together and confusing. And so all of a sudden, you think you're mad at something that's going on in your house, but you're not really self-aware enough to understand that this really isn't about that position or that situation or that person. It's really about what you were feeling prior to even walking through the door. And so I think that uh, one good way to learn how to be a little self-aware, you know, you can obviously meditate, you can set aside time to make sure that you're just kind of trying to get in touch with these things. But another thing is start asking yourself some questions, right? Just, just ask the question. And most of the time we know the answer. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's something that I do quite a bit on my own, but also kind of encourage my clients to do, you know, is to incorporate that into your routine. So whether it's kind of five minutes in the morning, middle of the day, end of your day, whatever it is, kind of to learn to become a little bit more introspective, kind of take your time to just put yourself in a place where you're kind of uninterrupted and, you know, just close your eyes and and do some breathing and just, you know, ask yourself the question, how am I doing? How's my day? Um, How am I feeling towards myself? How am I feeling towards life, the world, my, my relationship, my family. Um, and, and the answers are come, you know, it's, it's not, uh, so it, this is not kind of, uh, an exercise in somebody kind of telling you how you're supposed to be. Um, but by just kind of taking a few moments for yourself, you'll become way more, um, kind of intuitive with what some of those, uh, feelings will be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that you're right as far as just making that a priority and putting it into your routine on a day-to-day basis, then that's going to kind of bring you back to that. And, uh, you know, it goes back to what you talked about before, as far as prioritizing something, you know, I think we really need to do to prioritize being more self-aware now and being more introspective uh, because there's just more stuff going on. And, you know, one of the things that has happened with this whole situation is, is that we've, a lot of the, a lot of the built-in positive things in our lives, whether it's, uh, you know, things that you like to do, movies, go out to dinner with friends, watch sports, you know, go to a gym, any of those things. A lot of those really positive things have just kind of Uh, they're not there anymore. And so we need to find things to fill that space. We need to find positive things that kind of fill that space. And some of the negative things that we just took for granted, like health or, you know, the fact that we could walk outside and and not have to worry about being too close to somebody, you know, some of those things that weren't worries before are now kind of worries. And so I think that that just the situation of this, where some of the positivity has been taken away, some of the negativity has been increased then you're finding that a lot more people have found that they're either feeling more depressed, more worried, more anxious, uh, more annoyed, all of those things. And so trying to work through that uh, with self-awareness and understanding is, uh, is really valuable for us right now if we want to kind of all make it out of this the best way possible and, uh, and kind of move on with our lives. Yeah, you know, and I think you kind of hit on something there a little bit, which is kind of what can come up for somebody with self-awareness, right? <laughs> um, what, what happens in that time? Um, and sometimes it's anger, sometimes it's anxiety or depressed or sad. 
Um, and I think some, those are some of the harder feelings that, that humans can feel about our, our situations, our environment, our, our relationships. Um, but, but, you know, that, that for me and for, for the stuff I do with my clients, you know, that those awarenesses far outweigh the, the ignoring, right? You're, you're, you're going to benefit way more by being aware of what those are and being able to talk about what those are rather than actually experiencing them or feeling them, um, even if they are not necessarily kind of the, the most kind of exciting or comfortable uh, human emotions. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good. Well, uh, when we, uh, we would encourage people to always, uh, you know, ask us questions on any of our social media where you can find this uh, and, uh, you know, ask questions, reach out to us. We're happy to discuss these things further. And uh, we hope that you got something out of this and that it was beneficial for you. Oren, do you have anything else to add? No, just uh, if any of these things kind of resonate for you and you're interested in learning more about it, um, you know, reach out to us at millenniumhope.com. Uh, Millennium Hope on, you know, uh, Facebook and Instagram, and, and we're happy to kind of, you know, expand on it uh, on this platform or just answer you directly so that you can become more aware of the things we're talking about. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Warren. Okay. Thanks, Derek. Thank you for listening to the Millennium Counseling Center podcast, where hope is yours. It's time to soar. Continue along your journey of healing, hope, and recovery with us next week. If you want to learn more about mental health, recovery, or if you just need someone to talk to, send us a message on Instagram or fill out the contact form on our website at millenniumhope.com. We are here to talk.